Hello to all podcast 1.0 listeners. I'm Namrata and I welcome you all to the foundation series on chatbots. Powered by Watsoch, a creative text and audio content solution provider for green businesses in this new age of digital marketing. Loading the healthcare episode of podcast 1.0 with Dr. Hainaka Haya. Hello, doctor. Hello, good morning. Good afternoon to you. <laughs> okay, welcome to the show. Dr. Haya is the co-founder and CEO of Smart Health UG Medilet Berlin, a company that developed Easy, a virtual healthcare assistant with a conversational UI for women. As a medical doctor herself, she believes that extending communication leads to empowered patients. So today, uh, we talk about a very sensitive and important issue with her regarding women's health, which is a priority for every female in this world. But it has been observed that women find it uncomfortable to talk about period, birth control or STIs. Enhance, they turn to the internet or not so reliable sources to seek information. Dr. Haya, tell us how you and your team in Medilad are leveraging chatbot technology to provide an authentic solution to such problems and what a chatbot means to you in that sense. Yes, uh, thank you for the question. Um, for me, a chatbot means a robot, a machine expert with some sort of intelligence in the background that communicates in a scalable way. So we realized that this technology is something that could support and must support patients in their own homes. We realized that chatbots can be a help to fill a gap in healthcare systems to support and stake out of healthcare or ill care, out of the hospitals and back where people are comfortable in their homes. We also realized that these sensitive issues uh, connected to sexual health and female health specifically are something that really, really needs to be communicated, but shame, embarrassment uh, creates psychological barriers to talk about it. Therefore, it also increases some risk of diseases and at the end of the day, lack of communication deteriorates uh, our health itself. So this is why uh, me and my team turned into new technologies and chatbots at the first place, because we wanted to be with patients, because we wanted to support patients in the most convenient way and the conversational interface and chatbots are a good way to do that. Okay, so tell us more about your bot called Easy and how the women can take charge of their health issues using that chatbot. Yes, so our vision is to create a virtual health assistant for female health. Uh, we tested different value propositions uh, when we were thinking up about what the first module should be uh, or what the first use case should be when we are talking about female health. Uh, and when we were running these tests, we realized that period tracking is a great uh, and everyday issue that all women can relate to. So our minimal viable product 
is Izzy, a chatbot who is a cute, funny little bird tracking girls' menstrual cycle. She keeps track of dates, tells you if you will have your period on a certain date, keeps you updated about your fertile window also, and she already understands different formats of dates, uh, quite good actually, and will also operate with time ranges. It also learns about your daily habits and your daily life uh, for us being able to adopt the product easy to you to your needs okay so uh, tell us specifically who may benefit from easy the most as a patient as a doctor or as any other healthcare professional yes right now we are focusing on patients exclusively I would say we started up with teenager girls who seem to have uh, uh, a better understanding of new technologies and they're uh, lacking these barriers so they are early adopters of chatbots um, those those girls those teenagers need to learn about their own body this is the time when you just start menstruating you just start to discover uh, your own body that is changing through adolescence and they really really need support they really seek knowledge from trustworthy sources and this is why easy although it starts with the period tracking and menstruation but it re it really targets teenagers and support them with various information on the long run however period tracking is something that you not only need to deal with when you are a teenager but also when you are already sexually active and you don't want to get pregnant or when you really want to get pregnant and then you also need to track your period so actually we see uh, a vision ahead of us that we want to be together with women uh, from the first day uh, of their periods and want to support them through their whole journey. Tell us more about how you deal with the data privacy issues, the data ownership and you know the access issues regarding Easy and the patient's history. Yes, um, there are some platforms that are inherently safer than others like Telegram. However, Facebook secret chat is also an interesting approach. However, in our case, we have to ensure that we encrypt uh, our database and that we store the conversation safe. Uh, for that, right now, we use uh, third-party service providers. However, if you're thinking about how the healthcare system changes and how um, new technologies are helping us to uh, enable data sharing and data access on the long run in healthcare, I'm particularly excited about the blockchain approach in healthcare. So I'm really, really want to see how those technologies develop and if maybe we could put those things together on the long run. Okay, so uh, what aspects and metrics you consider most important while designing a bot framework for healthcare uh, when it comes to taking good care of patients' requirements like people are secretive about their health issues and they might have certain concerns which they don't want to share. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. So uh, in medical products or with digital health products, it's very important that you ensure a certain accuracy about the knowledge that you are giving away. Right now, uh, 
the product that we have is about period tracking, which is uh, quite simple in terms of uh, the logics behind it. Right now, we try to keep people within this space and we want to move forward with more sensitive issues step by step. We see quite nicely, uh, thanks to the conversational interface itself, what kind of features uh, people want, want on the long run and what kind of needs they have. So we want to develop together with our users on the long run. Mm -hmm. Dr. Haya, who should contact you after listening to this episode? And for, 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 for what reasons and why the healthcare community the professionals should pay attention to this chatbot technology and the ecosystem? Yes, sure. Well, uh, first of all, I want to highlight that, that communication in healthcare is highly important. However, certain parts of communication can be and should be automated. In this way, you can distribute knowledge and you can empower patients in a more efficient way and at the end of the day you basically save time for for healthcare systems for medical doctors maybe um, so what we try to do is to put an emphasis on communication in itself however when we are thinking about female health that's quite a wide range and this is the reason why we are quite happy to partner up with other companies that are already working in a small vertical uh, of female health. We focus only on communication, but we would love to have partners and move forward with them who are maybe uh, developing hardware or sensors or maybe uh, drug manufacturers in female health. Basically, with companies and other stakeholders who have an interest in improving females' lives through technology. Uh, and of course, we are very happy to have uh, more users for Easy. That's something that we are, we are also eager to have. And I would be very, very happy if uh, the podcast listeners could try out uh, our chatbot in Facebook. That's the most important thing. That's a kind message to all the ladies listening there. Yes, right now we focus on Facebook Messenger. Um, so this is where users find us. It's very easy. You just message the page basically and the bot automatically starts. However, later on you want to step into other platforms like uh, Telegram or Viber. There are a number of platforms already who opened up for uh, chatbots and we want to leverage that on the long run. So uh, when is the right time to, you know, encash it, tap its potential and what areas in the healthcare system you find must be the early adopters for this technology? Yes, um, basically what, what I believe is that chronic diseases really, really need uh, more digital tools. Uh, the patients that are having hypertension or diabetes or maybe mental diseases really, really need more and more supporting tools to manage their diseases. And I believe that communication tools and chatbots that can educate and support patients are really a great tool for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so people, patients having chronic diseases, uh, they should uh, get hang of this very, very early and make use of it. 
not only the patient but also you know the the system the the healthcare system should make a use of it because at the end of the day it's not only the patient who benefits but the whole community the whole ecosystem mm -hmm. who are who so needs the, to the use doctors, healthcare the doctors may make an equal use of it as their you know uh, medical assistant yes well i wouldn't go that far so in terms of diagnosis i think that chatbots might be helpful at a certain level but they only can collect information that are verbally expressible and for example they cannot measure your blood pressure they cannot measure your blood sugar um, and those objective measurements are very important pillar in medicine so i believe that Chatbots have certain limitations in that sense. One of them is that they are solely focusing on uh, verbal communication. And on the other hand, I believe that they are a great extension of medical care because they can really help medical professionals out on the hospital. But there is one thing that I, I believe that chatbots won't ever do. They won't ever replace doctors they won't replace medical professionals definitely we are going to have our doctors on board always so that the bots cannot replace humans yes on one hand because uh but i also believe that medical professionals really need to make use of it so i believe that empathy is something that that medical professionals themselves have to develop more because you know lots of lots of parts of of their current job can be automated can be done by machines and technology but there are certain things that currently they might have a little time like caring a little bit more mm -hmm. being a little bit kinder so things like that have a great impact in patients and all of the things that needs to be done or, or can be done by chatbots and machines will be done but by them but the need and the requirement from medical professionals now is that they need to be more sensitive they need mm -hmm. to stay human and put a bigger emphasis on supporting patients on an emotional level and i think that that is a great challenge for them yeah. for okay, us so. so you you help them to have more kindness wonderful Thank you, thank you very much, Dr. Hainaka, for that interesting, really important, insightful chat. And thanks to all the podcast listeners. And I think the women are out there trying easy. Uh, they are giving I hope great so. support. They, they are giving a great support and good feedback so that this comes out to be a real worthy system that helps us to take charge of our health issues so we meet you next on another podcast 1.0 episode i say bye bye for now take care and stay healthy bye